Good morning. Today is day 12 of our countdown, 2023, a year in review. We want to do something a little different than we have uh, the last uh, couple of days. Is I want to, for the remaining of this week, um, share with you a sermon uh, entitled, uh, From Irritation to Illumination in its Entirety. So for the next four days, you will um, you will get this word, and we pray that it is a blessing to you. But today, countdown number nine. Be blessed. Good morning. From the archives, this is Grow Your Faith Today, the gift podcast. Today's word, from irritation to illumination, coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. Grace is first seen in the word of God in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, where it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And then in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time. Of need. God gives us the measure of grace we need to meet the demands of what is happening in our lives at the moment. He does not give us grace for what might happen tomorrow. That would be tomorrow's grace. But He gives us grace to meet the demands of our lives from moment to moment so that we would learn to depend on him more. This morning, our text is a result from God to the Apostle Paul in response to a request by him after he had found need to respond to accusations questioning the authenticity of his apostleship. It is in that 11th chapter, Paul has to go outside of character in boasting of the things he had gone through for the sake of the gospel. God's grace is only experienced when we reach the end of our ability and move into total dependency upon him. And Paul uh, lets us in on a little secret when he comes off of uh, that euphoric high of of an experience in the third heaven, he leaves the experience and runs straight into irritation. It's amazing when you enter into worship and experience a mind-blowing, earth-shattering presence of God, and then find yourself dealing with something that just irritates the hell out of you. Have you ever had an itch 
that you could not scratch. Well, just as Paul is mute about his third heaven experience, at this point of the text, he also is silent about this irritation that he calls the thorn in the flesh. Well, we're going to share with you four things that we learn about the thorn. The first thing is the thorn causes Paul to reflect on worship. In our text, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, he says, Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Now, what grabbed me here, first of all, is that there is a purpose for your thorn. Paul saw this thorn as having an assignment. In other words, the thorn kept him level-headed. Because the truth of the matter is that not everybody has an opportunity to visit the third heaven. Some of us won't make it to the first one, much less the third one, if we don't confess Jesus as our Lord and live sacrificially for him. What Paul does is make whatever is bothering him a reason to reflect on the vision he had just witnessed. That should help somebody here today because your pain and your process should make you reflect on the time that you've spent in communion and with communication with the master. Watch what transpires within the text because you'll discover that Paul was granted special access. The Lord blessed him with an eyewitness account of something that no one else had ever witnessed. But in order to keep Paul from becoming exalted, he had to allow the thorn to do what it does. It's amazing how when God gives us special access, we act brand new. We have a tremendous tenacity to uh, act foolish when it's been God who has been blessing us. It's been God who has been giving to us and shielding us and preserving us. So what has to happen as a result is that God allows the enemy to come in and keep us reflective on our worship. What people don't understand is that church in and of itself does not give you all that you need. Worship. Is what does. Just coming to church because you've been made to or for some other manufactured reason will not empower you to survive your thorn. Paul was able to make it even in the midst of his affliction because he remembered that he had spent time in the third heaven in the presence of God. It is the thorn that causes us to reflect in our worship. Our prayer. Father, we praise you this morning. We thank you, O oh God. And Lord, we thank you that there is a purpose for our pain.
the themes, Lord, that we experience sometimes that we want to ignore or we want to deny or we just don't want to experience at all. You allow. And it's all, Lord, that we may uh, get closer to you. And so, God, we thank you for the thorns in our lives. May, Lord, we glorify you in the midst of it all. This is our prayer. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, tomorrow we're going to continue with this, uh, this word and, and we pray that you will share it with someone. The Lord's will will be back with another word from the Lord. Remember, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.